and welcome to the Citrus Gridiron, your home for Central Florida high school football. What is going on, everybody? This is a first-time interview for the Citrus Gridiron. We're super, super excited to have one of the most electric players in the area. We were fortunate enough to have Javon Ross out of DeLand High School agree to an interview. We talked to his coach and made sure everything was good, and we just kind of wanted to, you know, look into Javon, see him, see him as a person, because we know how electric he is on the field, want to get to know him as a person, want you to get to know him as a person. So we're super excited to have Javon on the Citrus Gridiron. Javon, how are we doing? I'm doing good. Good. Good to hear from you. We really appreciate you being on. Uh, I hope you're as excited as we are. And uh, Tim, you on the line as well? I'm here. Perfect. Everything sounds good. Brian's right next to me, so I know he's good. Uh, Javon, yeah, we just kind of wanted to know a little bit about you, about, you know, the, the kind of football player that you are. So how long have you been playing football? Um, I've been playing since I was seven. So seven, that would okay. Be two years. Okay, very good, very good. So, like, what got you into football? Like, did you did you watch a lot of NFL, a lot of college football, and just kind of went off that? Um, um, yeah, growing up, I was, my family are like, is, like, big football fans, and, like, all my okay. family members play football. Okay. So, like, I was kind of adapted to it. So, it wasn't, like, nothing new or nothing for me. So, right. I knew it. Right. So, did, yeah. so, a lot of your family played football? Uh-huh. Very cool. Very cool. So, what makes you kind of passionate about the game? I, I see that you always kind of play with a chip on your shoulder. You're a big play type of guy, someone that can make something out of nothing. So, what makes you passionate about the game? What what just drives you? Um. Mainly, I'm just, you know, hungry to use my talent to, you know, help provide for the family and, you know, just, you know, make a um, make a name for myself and become a role model in my city and stuff like that. So, Absolutely. We can definitely tell by your play, no doubt. You guys got any questions, Brian? You want to yeah. go ahead and get kick-started? Absolutely. So, Javon, I, I saw that you guys had a really close loss in the playoffs to Osceola. Uh, very, very must have been a very heartbreaking loss. Uh, we've been there, we've done that. We know how it feels. It's a close game, though. Yeah, it was an insanely close game. Osceola, uh, we were covering them all season. We saw that they were loaded with talent. What do you think mm-hmm. your team and you can do to improve to maybe go undefeated next year or improve your record? Um, I just feel like we we just have to be more disciplined. You know, okay. uh, against Osceola, we made a lot of mental mistakes, mm, you know, okay. web coverages, and people aren't feeling, like, we weren't filling in where we needed to be. We were too busy trying to do everyone else's job. And I feel like that, that's, main, that's the main, that's the biggest mistake you can make on a football field is trying to, you know, not, not take the coach and then go and agree with the scheme and try to play your own game. So that's what we were doing. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what caused us to lose. Right. Yeah, yeah you sure. don't want to be, you know, your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, very well said. I think, you know, Osceola, they've got talent all across the field. And, you know, you guys really hung in there and, and definitely made it a game, you know, had people on the edge of their seats. Yeah. I know you had a huge, you know, monster game yourself. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's definitely definitely still hurts when, when you don't move on. But, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. still got another year, and I, I'm sure that just makes you more hungry at the end of the day. Yes, sir. Perfect, perfect. Tim, you got anything you want to throw out there? Well, I told you I was going to come with some 
some hard hitting questions. So, <laughs> um, the first one I got: What's on the pregame playlist? Oh, there we go. If you're in the off in the locker room. What's the first song you're playing? Okay, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm a more of a I'm more of a feel like I don't know. A lot of people like to sing and I listen to like sad music, but I just like I like to think. I like to think. So I would say I'm more of either like um uh. Juice World, okay. Young Boy, Sad Young Boy type of guy. Only the sad yeah. young boy, not the not the yeah, not not the not the not the really? old crazy young boy. That's sad interesting. Boy. So I you like, like to sad. get sad before the game, getting your feelings before the game. Yeah, yeah, I like to. <laughs> like, That's interesting. I like to be in my zone before the game. Not, I'm not a big you know energy guy when I like when I'm to myself unless I have to bring energy to like in like class or weightlifting class or something. But like. When it's just me and me getting focused for the game, uh, I'd rather listen to more calm stuff. Yeah, I feel that. I think, you know, the calm music kind of slows everything down for you. You know, yeah. rather than being so twitchy and aggressive, you know, you can kind of slow the game down. Um, I definitely, yeah. definitely see your point of view with that. Uh, how would you describe your skill set? I mean, we, we see it on the tape, but I kind of wanted to hear it from, from you know, yourself of how you describe yourself as a player. You know, what what, what are you going to bring a college football program? Um, I would say that I'm, I'm a patient. I'm a patient. I'm a patient and more, I think, I think a lot. In my, in my game, I think a lot. So, you know, I'm always, like, watching myself, watching my film, trying to determine, like, you know, if I should, what should I do better and what shouldn't I do? Okay. So, so like, I feel like I'm more, I feel like I'm a balanced guy. Like, I just feel like my game is mainly based off of my IQ, my football IQ, and okay. my body control. So Yeah, absolutely. So, it's like, the more I really focus on, you know, that's not, there's not too much things you could do to, like, get better at you know, football IQ and body control is just like kind of naturally God given. Absolutely. But I feel like those are my main attributes, despite like the explosiveness and stuff. I feel like that's what really, you know, brings me, brings me out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that definitely sets you apart. I mean, your body control is, is one of a kind. Uh, and I know as far as football IQ to be in, you know, coach Darlington's offense, you got to have a high football uh -huh. IQ. He, you know, he, he pulls everything out of his sleeve uh, easily, you know, arguably one of the greatest coaches in, in Florida history. Mm -hmm. um, I know you were probably young when he was at Apopka, but I mean, he, I'm sure you're familiar with his background. He's an incredible coach. So you're in very, very good hands with Coach Darlington. Um, but how, how was learning that playbook? How was, you know, how was your transition to, to Coach Darlington? Um, he he kind of made it easy for me considering that. So, Coach Donaldson's offense is mainly, I would say it's harder for the offensive linemen to learn than rather than the um, skill position okay. or quarterback, like okay. quarterback considering like there's not really a real quarterback. But for me, I, it was pretty simple stuff. You know, it was like, it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same thing for me. He he just made it simple with the wording. So okay. like it wasn't, with me, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a smart guy, I would say. So it didn't take me much to learn it. I just had to, I just had to listen a lot. I just had to take a lot of mental reps, and I caught on pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Javon, uh, 
So another question for you. So did you grow up uh, or currently still have like a, a favorite like college team that you've been rooting for or an NFL team that you've grown up to love? Yes. Maybe like an like an NFL uh, role model that you like to resemble your game after? Okay, so since growing up, my family always been um, around like the time that like Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson were around mm. at Alabama. For sure. Okay. I grew up watching them. I grew up watching them, and then so a lot of like wins. Currently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of wins. <laughs> yeah. So currently, I, I grew up watching those guys. So I, it means that, like, you know, I had some, some big shoes to fill if I wanted to be like them. So yeah, no kidding. I would say my my, but currently, I'm a fan of um, Jameson Williams. Okay. Not not necessarily his game, just like the fact that he didn't like. He got the college and stuff despite, you know, injuries and Absolutely. And um like, you know, he wasn't getting many touches at Ohio State and stuff. Right. Despite all of that, you know, he still kept a positive mindset. And he didn't allow any like negativity or he didn't allow like the fame or any of that to change him. Like he was still the same guy. For sure. That's funny uh, you said that because Brian's actually wearing a Detroit Lions shirt. Uh, right yeah. now he's a big lions fan and i wish he did he got a touchdown call back this last game and oh my gosh yeah, you he, could see his blazing speed he burned he burned everybody yeah. and it kind of kind of looked like javon out there yeah there you go <laughs> absolutely that's a that's a great role model that's a that's a good guy to kind of mimic your game after too he's 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 very very talented and uh, i like what you said about you know he kind of stayed positive and you know georgia just won yeah. the national championship yesterday and uh, I love the Stetson Bennett story, how he was originally a walk-on, he transferred out, and then he came back, and then, I mean, look at him now. You know, he was patient. And I think what you just said, you know, really hit the nail. You have to be patient. Um, because, yeah. you know, for example, yourself, you know, you're, you're a superstar right now at DeLand, and I'm not knocking uh -huh. on your game, but you could get into a college and you could be third or fourth on the depth chart. That's just how life is. Sure. But what you have to do, and, and I think you have it in you, I think you have the character in you, to be patient and to, instead of, you know, getting down on yourself and, and transferring out, you know, be, get, make that make you hungrier and kind of keep working because people, I mean, even the uh, TCU quarterback, he, he lost his job over the summer injury week one, his name was called and he took him to a national championship. Obviously they didn't perform well in the national championship, but um, I think patience is so important in football. So the fact that you said that, to me, that really says a lot about you as a person, you know, that, that patience is important. You know, you don't expect to have everything handed to you. You're going to, you know, work into that role. You're going to work harder. You know, that's, that's something that is, is huge for the college recruiting community. For sure. So what do you think, you know, kind of piggybacking off, piggybacking off that, what is your training and uh, practice routine? Do you, what kind of stuff do you do outside of, you know, just the normal mandatory practices? Um, outside of, so right now, we do in-school weightlifting for okay. my football team. But other than that, um, I will go to any nearby field with a couple of my teammates. Okay. And, you know, we'll go around, you know, work on explosiveness in the stand or, or um, just work on, like, change of direction and stuff on the field. You know, I do a lot of field work considering that, my um weightlifting coach at my school, he's he's pretty good. So I don't really focus on, you know, weights too much on my off time considering that I do it I do it so much right. in school. Yeah. You don't want to overdo it. 
You know, that, cause yeah, that's, that's so definitely just, a thing for sure. Yeah. So I mainly just focus on field work and, you know, try to get some teammates that I know have the potential to get better. I try to get, I'll get them to work with me and, you know, to just try to be better for next year. Right. Leader in yourself. So that's very good. Tim, you, you're more than welcome to chime in too. Did you have anything else you wanted to, you know, touch on with Javon? Well, I mean, he's kind of, like everything he's saying is just it's spot on. It's like you love to see it because a lot of kids nowadays, you know, you can tell he's been brought up and kind of taught from an early age that if you want something, you got to go out and work for it. Right. It's not always guaranteed, always handed out to you. And it's very respectable. And I know if I was a college coach and I heard him say that, I mean, right away, instant green flag. What's, right. what's going on? Let's get it going. You know, where's this kid at? Let's get him on campus. But kind of something I want to ask you is what do you look for when you're thinking about going to the next school and where are you wanting to spend the next three to four years at? You know, what are you, what is going to spark your interest in recruiting when it comes to a school? Um, I would say a good culture and mm. I would say consistency and a hundred percent honesty. Like yeah. I will, I will want coaches to be like honest with me. No matter like what what the circumstances are, I'm willing to take the truth. So like, you know, I'd rather be fed the truth and then work to you know be better than you know be told like just anything and you know feel like I was lied to. Absolutely, I agree with that, Javon. What are your personal goals uh, for high school? college and maybe later on in life like what are you looking to do or uh do you have any uh goals in mind for the rest of your life any academic goals anything um i'm big i'm trying to i think i want to go to major in college or psychology and then i want to i want to get into like real estate and stuff very cool so I, i got a lot of stuff that i i got in mind you know to that i'm interested in because i'm interested in my like the human mind a lot I'm interested in, like, you know, just what humans think and, you know, controlling emotions and stuff like that. So I, I got to learn what, you know, what can I learn, what can I do in that field. And then really my main goal, you know, is to just, you know, be stable enough financially and mentally to, like, you know, affect the ones around me. Absolutely. Very well said. Mm -hmm. I agree. I actually saw a tweet the other day. What you just said reminded me of someone said a football coach tweeted. They said, what is your plan B after football? And then someone, another football player tweeted. He said, football is my plan B. You know, you really have to, you know, have your academics in line and, and, you know, that needs to be always the focus. I know it sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, you Mm -hmm. know, football's not forever. You know, I you are extremely talented, and, and I think you're going to go be an outstanding college football player. I think there's definitely a bright future for you in football. But academics is, is forever. You know, what you do, you know, your professional field, you don't want to, you know, go into work, you know, hating your job. You know, you want to do something yeah. you enjoy. So, you know, take advantage of this degree that you can get um, because I don't have mm-hmm. any doubt in my mind that, you know, you're going to go on and graduate college and, and be successful. So, you know, football is an advantage. You are blessed with the ability to be, you know, such a playmaker and, uh, you know, take advantage of everything you got, everything that's handed to you. You know, you're very gifted and uh, we're really, really excited to, to see how your career pans out. We're going to definitely be rooting you on next year and, um, 
Speaking of next year, do you have any games that you're kind of excited for? Any 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 teams you want revenge on? Uh, you know, something like that, something um, along those lines. Um, I, you know, I, it's always those local teams that I, you know, grew up with and playing yeah. against and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are always, you know, the most fun games. But I feel like the the bigger games are the ones I'm most excited for because I just I like to see where my skill set is. Okay, with you know, the best of the best. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you guys have any uh, games that you already know of, like uh, some scheduling changes that you're looking forward to? Some oh, some bigger games. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't been told any of that. I haven't ran across any of that. I know there. I know a lot of teams are still kind of working out their Organizing schedules. The schedule right now. Um, but I'll tell you what, Deland's not a team that people are going to want to schedule. <laughs> you know, they're definitely not a team to mess with. I know you guys have a lot of good returning players. Uh, do you have any guys you want to shout out on your team? Guys that you expect to have a big year? Um, TJ, TJ Moore, yeah, Tyrone Moore, the QB. Um, Marion Smoke, the D line. He's trying to transfer to. I mean, um, he's trying to switch the um, linebacker this year. Oh, okay, that's not a bad fit. We're familiar with both of them. Um, yeah. I actually called your coach and he said, you know, those are two guys to interview down the line. <laughs> so that's funny that mm-hmm. you said them too. Um, definitely speaks a lot of volume. Yeah. Who else? Who, who, who else are we looking at? Any young guys? Yes. Um, we have a guy who's, we have a younger guy. He was a freshman this past year. He, okay. was, he was behind me, but considering that most of the seniors left, he should be in the starting lineup okay. this Very year. Nice. Marcel is scary. Okay. He's, cool. And then we have another wideout, probably going to be a wideout, and DB Victor Statler. He was number twenty six last year, but okay. He's they should. I've been working with both of them guys, so I feel like they should be key factors next year. Perfect. Yeah, I, I think your team is going to be is going to be great. Did you follow the uh, postseason? You know, after you guys were eliminated, did you kind of you know keep track of it and see who possible opponents yeah. could be next year? Yeah, I, I kept track of it. And, um, you know, I just felt like, I felt like it should have went how our season should have went, how it went. You know, we made a lot of mistakes. I feel like mm-hmm. we could have played with a lot of those guys who were in like, you know, states and stuff like that. Oh, 1 million percent. For sure. I mean, the fact that you guys were in there competing with Osceola, you know, says a lot about the program because, I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of respect for Osceola. They got, you know, D1 guys all over the field and, I think that's what we talked about as a, as a unit here is that what you did against them, what you did against, you know, D1 corners and safeties. I mean, every single – everywhere everywhere you look, Osceola's got a D1 guy, and uh, you yeah. really, really made a name for yourself. Um, so what kind of schools are you interested in right now? What schools have kind of been hitting you up, and, and what schools – like what, what are your top schools in, in terms of who's shown interest so far? Um. I, Kentucky showed a lot of love um, around my birthday time. They sent like handwritten letters nice. from each person on the coaching staff, like birthday wishes and stuff. Very um, cool. I would say Dartmouth has been keeping in touch. Okay. Um, I'm interested in Toledo. I've been, okay. I missed my chance to go to one of their practices. Oh, uh, okay. But, but yeah, those are the only like three teams I really converse with. Tusculum, I have an offer from there. Yep, saw that. But um, that's about it. Good. Yeah, I definitely you know strongly suggest you just 
keep reaching out and, and put your name out there. Um, you know, you, you definitely don't lack the talent to go play Division no. One football. Um, exposure is very big. That's actually why we started the Citrus Gridiron, us three. Just kind of came up with the idea, like, look, there's so many underrated athletes in the area, and uh, you are on the top of our list as underrated athlete. Um, so, you know, that's kind of why we're here. We're, we're trying to get exposure to athletes that deserve it because I think um, college football can sometimes be, you know, they kind of just look at, you know, who's the highest, who has the most stars or who's this, but it's, it's not always those guys that pan out. Like I was just saying with, you know, guys like Stetson Ben and other guys, you know, it's the under-recruited guys that go on. A lot of them go on to be superstars. So uh, we're trying to find those diamonds in the rough. And, uh, you know, we really, really look forward to seeing your season. And we appreciate all the time. Do you guys have anything else you want to ask Javon or you guys ready to wrap this up? I think I think he answered everything. I think he was very well-spoken. Yes. Um, and I think college coaches will appreciate that. I think he shows great leadership on the field. Yep. And I'm um, really excited to see what offers he obtains this offseason and as well as throughout next season. I think I think his goals are in line with exactly what, what colleges are looking for. So uh, kudos to you, Javon, and, and we're excited to see you next season. Absolutely. Tim, you got anything? All right, one more question. Oh, here we go. Former Bonus question. <laughs> and it's almost dinner time. So what is your pregame meal? Oh, there we go. That's a good way to end it. <laughs> From <a> um, <laughs> Um, she coached Darlington once he got here. You know, he because it's been a lot of different things for pregame. It, it went from like bunnies, barbecue to like it's a lot of different things that uh-huh. comes out of that. You know, we, we go to churches and eat oh, before wow. games, or yeah, so it's get all the carbs. Yeah, it's a lot of pasta involved. And, yeah. So you, so you mix it up. You don't have any routine besides your uh, sad music. That's your only routine. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> sad music is your only routine. <laughs> all right, perfect. We'll get used to it because at the next level, that's where you're going to get every pregame mail again. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Javon, seriously, we really appreciate you. You you made history as the first Citrus Gridiron interview. Uh, we'll definitely be reaching out to some of your teammates, too. We want to keep interviewing guys, you know, keep this rolling, keep the exposure going. We really appreciate you and your time, and uh, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Appreciate you, ma'am. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All righty, guys. That wraps up our episode. So great speaking to Javon. We, I'm ready to go eat dinner myself. Yeah. All, all that all that talk about meals made me hungry. Let's do it. Yep. All righty. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. And, again, thank you to Javon, and uh, excited to see the lamb.